Hello there, Ringside Crew. Hello there, Ringside Crew. Hey dudes at Ringside Crew, this is Davian. Hey, it's Jenny Santana here. This is Alfie. This is the Savage Juggernaut, Tamaku. Ringside! Ring! This is Thomas D. Bruff. This is Billy Sarts. Mr. Chad Epic. Megan Mason. Hey everybody, Scotland's own Brody Adler. The headman in charge, Marco Mania. This is your girl, Charisma. Papa Dink, Brendan Dicker. This is According to Woods. Savannah Summers. Where you are watching the International Noise. You're at Ringside Podcast, hosted by Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Hello there, wrestling fans, and welcome to another episode of the internationally known Dudes at Ringside podcast. I'm your host, Joe the Panther the Third, and now from the top of Metal Mountain, all covered in snow and sn- in the snowflakes in the middle of the mash pit, it's the happy L himself, the Metal Geek. What's going on, Ringside crew? What's going on, internationally known? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joe? How's it going today? Good to see you again. And by the way, I want to ask really quick before we introduce our awesome oh, local oh, guest. Oh, something wicked is coming our way. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. Virus. Uh, before I introduce our guest, I just want to sp- send a huge congratulations to Sister Panther on getting married yesterday on Saturday. Geekum, am I right? Congratulations, and Sister Panther and, and, her, and her new wife. We are so proud of you two. Keep the love, spread the love, make everybody happy like you do, make each other happy. Now, Geek, how are you doing, big guy? Doing awesome, doing awesome, doing awesome. Had a, had a few days off? When did you, hey, Marauder's hey, back. With, oh, my he, God, it's magic right now. Marauder's back. Look at that, right? He, he got nervous and then said, no, nah, I got to hang on my boys. Man. <laughs> Geek, want to introduce the guests? Let's give a warm. Dudes at ringside, welcome to our guest today. Oh, and Spiffy's back as well. Look at look at this. Wow, wow, what's this today? Everybody's <laughs> home. It's reunion re- show tonight. Jeez. <laughs> and uh, let's give a warm dudes at ringside welcome to our guest today. He is the tri-state champion, the main event, Michael Mars. How are you guys doing? How's it Good, going? Good man. Thank Good. you so much for taking this invitation to come on the podcast. Pleasure's all yours. Yes, man, man. So if our internationally known ringside crew fans are not familiar with you, and why would they not be? Introduce yourself. Well, let's see. Uh, Main event, Michael Mars. ISPW Tri-State Champion right here. Triple WA Heavyweight Champion. Uh, 30 years experience in the business, trained by Iron Mike Sharp. Start off with guys like Crowbar, Ace Darling, Stevie Richards, Chris Candido, Balls Mahoney. You may have heard of some of those guys, right? Definitely. Oh. Uh, legends okay. right there, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Joe, I got to tell you, man, you got like that Arn Anderson thing. I can't tell whether you're 17 or 59. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm the friend that went to the bar, the bar, the, the guy outside the bar, it goes like this. It goes, you can go in. And my friends are like, they're always stopping my friend <laughs> at the door. And they're like, no. But you let him in. He's like 5'1". He looks like that. 
He looks like your dad. No, no. <laughs> oh man, the virus is looking for your belts right now. <laughs> looking for he's my rust- belts. Yeah, he's a, he's a wrestler too. In our, uh, from England, you want to come get him? <laughs> Ooh, virus! That's an invite to come to the states. Virus said, "I don't know." You can, you can send him my address after the show. I'm here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's all good. And Harley's here from yeah. Pennsylvania, from the from the Keystone State. Yeah, it's another one of the. Oh my gosh, my Harley is a fan, a, Pen, a Keystone wrestling fan, and okay. she is. She's this fan that sits in the last row, and you would swear she was ringside. That's how loud she is. <laughs> Great. Great. Doesn't sound annoying at all. No. <laughs> she, yeah. she, she's currently she's currently sick, but she wanted to stop by and say hi. That was nice of you, Carly. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Carly. Thank you for stopping by. It's always yeah. great. It's always and- Oh, the even the, oh, lost. even the virus feel, even the virus is feeling for you, Harley. See, everybody yeah, loves yeah. Harley. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so you won me over, Harley. Oh, yeah. oh, you see, you got you won the main event's heart. <laughs> so, geek questions. <laughs> so, uh, who is would you say your dream opponent is that you would love dream to wrestle? Dream opponent right now, or if like I'd go back in like any period. Forbidden door style. There we go. Yeah, yeah. If, if I go back any period, I'd have to say definitely Ricky Steamboat. Ooh, hundred percent. Great, hundred percent. I would have said uh, years ago, Rock and Roll Express, but I got to work with those guys a couple of times, and you know they they say don't meet your heroes, you'll be disappointed. But those guys could not have been any more professional. Love work with those guys, but yeah, now I would say uh, I would love. To have work with Ricky Steamboat. I mean, he's just so crisp, and you know, or or Bret Hart too. I mean, both of those guys, two two uh, the guys I looked up to when I was younger, when I was getting into the business, made me want to get into the business. And uh, I would say, currently, I would love to work with somebody like an MJF, somebody like that, somebody who's doing old school heel stuff, you know, and getting real heat and not worrying about getting heat. So many guys these days want to worry about, you know, being cool or getting over and wanting everybody to like them. They want to be healed, but they want to be a cool heel. But, you know, the main point of a heel is have people hate you. And and he does it right now better than anybody, I would say. Mm-hmm. Would you say, would you say MJF is kind of like today's version of Rowdy Rowdy Piper or? Uh... Um... To a point where, you know, he, he can talk and he can he can rile everybody up with just words. But I would think he's definitely a better worker than Piper was. And I'm not taking anything away from Piper at all. Don't get me wrong. He's a great worker. But I think MJF, uh, as far as in-ring work goes, I would say he would have an edge on Piper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So as you said, like your favorite, your dream opponent, like what what arena would you want that match to take place in? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, well, it doesn't even exist anymore. When I was a kid, uh, I grew up in the Jersey Shore. The closest arena to me was uh, the Spectrum in Philadelphia. So my dad would take me and my friends down there every month. And uh, that building holds a lot of great memories for me. And I would have loved to have worked in that building. I mean, 18, 20,000 people. Uh, ravenous philadelphia crowd uh i mean so i guess now maybe i guess wells wells fargo center you know that's in place of the spectrum now um 
I would say definitely Madison Square Garden. I mean, that's yeah. like the Mecca. I think everybody would want to work the garden. But yeah, those two, I would definitely say are, are, are probably my the top of my list. Yeah. Yeah. For, for, for me, coming from being a New Yorker, I mean, I get to go to Madison Square Garden all the time, but every single yeah. time I go to Madison Square Garden to go to a show, right. still gives me still gives me chills, especially that Ring of Honor show I went to, the Ring of Honor New Japan show. Okay, yeah, and, yeah, you went to that one. Yeah, they and sold that out. That play, that show was probably the best. Like, oh my god! And when Minoru Suzuki and Great Muda came out, chills right there in Madison Square Garden, right yeah. there for me. Yeah. Like, I went to a show, I saw Limp Biscuit last this past summer with my sister, and it wasn't even a they're wrestling still a thing. What was that? Oh, they're still a thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you go to that concert in 1999? Yeah, I felt like it was 1999, even though I, I went in with the mustache and not a like, big beard <laughs> mustache still. And I was thinking, man, this concert's going to be bad. Fred's going to be winded. No. Still yeah. puts on a good concert. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> wow. It, it's like the meme, Joe. It's like Robin Williams going up to you say, what year is it? Yeah, that's what I felt like. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> See if red Yankee hats and khaki pants and, and yeah. white t-shirts. You step back like, in time right there. Yeah, I was like, uh-huh. where am I? <laughs> what the fuck's going yeah, on? Yeah, that was like the, that was like the stadium tour this summer with the crew Leopard and Poison. It was like stepping back into the 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Don't... and it's sad because he canceled Fred canceled his Europe tour. I think he was sick or he couldn't do it or something. Something happened and he canceled it. And I was like, I said to my British friends, sorry, didn't mean to have him cancel. <laughs> I saw him. You didn't, you didn't get him sick. You don't have to be sorry. No, I was too far. You're not telling us something. No. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I told him, you don't need to go to Europe. <laughs> yeah. It's overrated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's too far. Just joking, yeah. Virus? Oh no! <laughs> Just <laughs> oh no! Virus, don't kill us after the show, please. Don't come he's after us. He's skinnier. I, I run. <laughs> he has a headset. He'll get attached to his computer. I just. I can't <laughs> <go right. laughs> You're like, I can't run away. Oh, no headset. That could be your weapon, geek. Mortal Kombat weapon. That'll be your weapon. Finish him. Virus is a hardcore wrestler too, so yeah. You're in yeah. trouble. All right, <laughs> question, we usually start the show off with this after we do the intro intro. So yeah. who trained you? Uh so do you guys remember Iron Mike Sharp from WWF, yeah. the black armband, and you know, his arm was hurt for 30 years. But uh yeah, he opened up school in uh Bricktown, New Jersey, I think in like 1991. I joined in 92. I was only 17, so I had to have my father, you know, sign a waiver for me because I was underage. Uh, they We trained Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays, like 6, 7 o'clock till pretty much whenever Sharp left. Sometimes 12, 1 o'clock in the morning, we'd hang out there till. Um, so I remember I trained Wednesday, Friday, and they threw me on a show Saturday afternoon. I had no business. Being in that ring, it was, I don't know what they were thinking. It, it was ridiculous. Like, I didn't have any of that. I had to borrow somebody's boots. I had to like run to Sears and buy like 
spandex bike shorts and it was awful i look back at that thing now it was it's i'm embarrassed i get douche chills watching it myself mm-hmm. and i think the big thing i did was a hip toss probably 47 times but uh i had no i mean it was a small school show i mean 50 people there but still i did not belong <laughs> in there at all yeah so so what was it like working with balls mahoney exactly i love balls you know like um I, I was living in Point Pleasant, New Jersey. Him and Candido were in Spring Lake, like two or three towns over. And I mean, I knew those guys really before they before anybody knew who they were, you know? And Ball's always just such a nice dude. Like I met him. He's down awesome. earth, nice guy. You've the shirt off his back, you know, every cliche in the book. Um, but unfortunately, you know, like a lot of those guys, he had demons and you know they got the best of them and uh you know it it, it happens in this business i mean it, it's it's a sad truth but i mean it, it it happens a lot of those guys and you know some of them make it some of them don't unfortunately you know he was one of the guys that didn't make it that's like the sad part of it like a lot of these older wrestlers they they like all the bumps they took and all the things they take and like they they have to take stuff like the medications and the Tylenols and the leaves to make yeah. it go away and yeah. sometimes they can't get away from that you know right the, mm-hmm. yeah like I'm lucky like I'm day to day basis I feel pretty good for doing it February will be 31 years I've been doing this and uh, you know my back hurts I have some herniated discs and pinched nerves but. Other than that, I mean, I feel good. I mean, it takes me a little bit <laughs> to get going in the morning. You know, I wake up and walk down the steps. I'm a little slow, but I'd say within a half hour, you know, I'm good. Like, mm-hmm. it's uh, I, I'm 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 lucky. You know, I'm, I'm still able to do it. I'm I'm pretty much pain free. You know, once in a while, you know, you tweak something. You know, your neck hurts for a couple of days, but I'm not complaining about that. I, I don't need to, you know take anything thank god i'm good i still go to the gym six seven days a week uh so i i think that's key too you know if you're still training you're still eating really healthy um it, it, it definitely helps a lot yeah so so what so if you want to talk about your match that you had this past weekend with it was leo i think gkm in it and you were in a, like was it well, no, that, was, that was about three weeks ago it was me uh, Leo Sparrow, GKM, and uh, HC Loke in a yeah. four-way for uh, I don't know if I showed you guys this the uh, yeah. the tri-state yeah. championship. So, and I guess since I'm holding this right now, you know, I don't have to tell you guys who went over in that one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I wound up uh, pinning HC Loke, got the belt. Then uh, I had my first title defense this past Friday against GKM, and. Uh, that one's successful, obviously. I still have it. Uh, but December 9th, it's me, GKM, TJ Epics, and Rick Recon in a ladder match. Wow. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. Wish we had the poster for that match. <laughs> Wish we had the poster to show. Yeah, there's none yet. It'll be coming out soon. Yeah. It'll be coming out soon. When it well, comes yeah, out, be good one. text it to me or send it to Absolutely. us. Ask Tom, yeah. and see if you can send it over. We'll put it on the Instagram page. 
And you got it. No problem. Yeah. The show. Yeah. We love help promoting local events, you know, like ISPWs. Now technically part of my my uh local indie family because I took I, I took a chance and my dad bought these tickets after seeing a poster on a building in Middletown, New York, and was like, You want to go to the show? I never heard of it. Okay. I'll throw throw a dart in the dark. And man, that dart that dart had fireworks coming out when I left that event. I was like, Wow, that was lots I, of fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was one you said at uh where was that? The fairgrounds? Yeah, it's Sussex County Fairgrounds, yeah. Sussex County. I remember. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love I, I love going to like like small indie events where I don't know who, who the talent is to yeah. just say just say hmm who, I wonder let's go investigate Joe or yeah. whoever you know and you know watch to see how good the shows are and usually the shows are amazing so yeah the are- you know what it is like I think a lot of time those guys work harder you know I mean they're they're working their asses off to get known. And to make a name for themselves. So I think a lot of these indie shows, especially now, I mean, there's so many great companies and so many, so much great talent, you know, and, and they were trained right. And, you know, they, they work as hard as they can to make a name. I mean, it's the only way you're going to do it in this business. You got to make a name for yourself, got to create a buzz and get people to notice you. Just like you guys are saying, you got, you guys love going to those indie shows. We appreciate it. And, you know, without you guys and without the fans, I mean, we have nobody to perform for, you know, so we're, we're definitely grateful for guys like you. Yeah. And especially, you know, doing podcasts like this, you know, help getting names out there. That helps too, you know? Yeah. As I said before the show, we, de- next year, we definitely have to mark a date with, with get back, get you back on the, the podcast, Mike, and try to get Tom to come on with you. We could absolutely make a big, like, we'll get like, we, 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 let's try to get ISPW known. Like, yeah, I know a lot of those guys and Tommy. Like I said, they're at that uh, the last match, the, that Broadway show tonight. So I know, you know, they're all busy tonight. But yeah, definitely. I mean, those guys are all about that and promotion, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, definitely. So, 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 uh, what would you say your favorite food is, Mike? My favorite food? Yeah, uh, the- steak. steak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all day long, ribeyes, ribeyes. Okay. Right. Medium rare. I was about to say, <laughs> you know, about to say how do you want it cooked? Because I'm like, I, medium rare. I like, I don't like my. If you say well done. I'm gonna reach through this phone and slap your face. <laughs> there goes Joe. <laughs> Is medium okay? <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> all right. Okay. We're we're so good then. We're yeah. so good then. <laughs> but uh, yes, you and Stevie Ray could hang out because Stevie Ray. That was the one of the questions I asked Stevie Ray oh, when okay. we had him on the when I had him on the podcast. He's like. He's like, what was like, what's your favorite food, Stevie? He thinks about it. And he goes, steak. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> he gave me that answer. Like, I'm like, wow. Yeah, I actually switched probably about four years ago to uh, a carnivore diet because I had a lot of joint pain. Like, mm-hmm. you know, with my, my elbows, my ribs, just from years of wrestling. And uh, I listened to this podcast and there's a doctor, you know, talking about, you know, all joint pain and, is caused by inflammation, like 95% of diseases caused by inflammation, which is caused, you know, by carbohydrates and glucose and sugar. So if you don't have it in your body, you can't have inflammation. I was like, you know, it kind of makes sense. Let me try it. So I switched to the carnivore diet, which is pretty much just meat, eggs, cheese. And uh, I would say within like 10 days, all my joint pain is 100% gone. And it's it's never come back. So it doesn't work for everybody. You know, I tried turning a couple people onto it. They 
didn't really like it, but uh, it works for me. So that's I'm I'm gonna stick with that. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you have any uh, stories from the road or uh, no? God, yeah. I mean, where do you want me to start? <laughs> there are a lot of stories. I mean, I don't know what what I. I mean, <laughs> you can curse on here. Just like make sure if you if it you don't think that stories. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. Maybe maybe I save some of those stories. Uh, I, I can tell you some some innocent ones. Yeah. Okay. So I remember. Um, so back in 1994, uh, Mike Sharp still working for WWF back then, and you know they would call him and be like, you know, bring you know three or four guys with you to TV. So we started doing TVs, and I remember uh, we we did Raw Burlington Vermont. So. Uh, me and Ace Darling, we go out with uh, uh, Raven. He was Johnny Polo back then. Um, I think the Quebecers had just lost the tag belts to the, uh, the head shrinkers that night. So we go to this bar. It's a college town, Burlington, and uh, it's one street, nothing but bars. So we walk in, and uh, there's one pool table and like, I don't know, 60 people waiting to play pool. And there's this chalkboard in the back and just a list of names, you know, had to, had to be like 30 names on this, on this board. So Scotty walks up he just takes an eraser, erases every single name. And as big as a chalkboard, he just wrote, I'm next. And I looked at Ace. I was like, holy shit, man. I'm like, there's like 60 people in here just going to kick our ass. <laughs> but nobody I... said anything to him. Like he just walked out, he raged. Like I'm next, went, put his quarters on and he put, nobody said a word to him. You know, wow. it was, it's just one of those things where the boys are going to be the boys no matter where they're at, and uh, they usually don't get messed with. You know? Oh man, that, that's crazy. Yeah, that story like, yeah. it would be like, I think I gotta get no, my my I gotta brush my hair and I have to go home. We're about to die. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it, that, 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 that's kind of a tame one. I mean, maybe uh. I'll have to rack my head and, you know, think of some uh, ones that are, are more appropriate for, uh, yeah. Well, we're, we're not censored. I just don't want to have you tell a story and then have you, like, you get in trouble. Get heat or heat. No, or, I, wouldn't get, I, I don't want to put it, I don't want to throw anybody else under the bus. But yeah, you know, it, it would wind up coming back to me anyway because I'm the one that opened my mouth. So. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be Stevie Ray. Remember, I told you on the phone that day, Stevie Ray yeah. part two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wasn't a fan of somebody. <laughs> yeah, that, that the glass breaks every time he walks out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, now nah, we'll, we'll we'll just keep it with that one. Yeah, I, I guess for now. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess like I can tell you stuff about like Mike Sharp, like that guy. I mean, anything you heard about him was probably true. Like just OCD, like times a thousand. Like it, 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 he he he'd be washing his hands and just you know talk to you the whole time he's washing. He'd go through like an entire bar of soap, washing his hands and like he'll be talking, putting his boots on and like he'll take it and like be wiping the bottom of them for twenty minutes for like I I don't even know if he consciously knew he was doing it, but I mean re really OCD, always with the gum, a thousand packs of gum in his bag, ton tons of wrist hay. Like he was it was one of those guys that just. You know, but the sweetheart of a guy, like one of those guys, was just too nice to to be in this business. You know, like 
I, I don't think you find anybody that have bad words to say about Mike Sharp. Mm. You know, yeah. a good, good man. Good man. Yeah. Speaking speaking of uh uh washing your hands, somebody actually said this story to me and I'm like I just died laughing. I think this is the funniest thing ever. Like somebody said that he's like, Oh, don't use antibacterial soap, you'll get an eye infection. I look at the person and I'm like Okay. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? You know? He's like, my eyes out with it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he put it in his eyes. I don't know. It's like just like you'll get an eye infection. He's like, don't use antibacterial soap. Yeah, I don't know how many reported cases there are of that. I don't know if I can <laughs> no, I'm gonna go to him for advice. Hey Ryan, what's up, dude? How's hey, it what's going? up, What's up? What's up, man? Hi, Ryan. Yeah, it's like I wear it on my pants because I work in a grocery store and like I'm blocking my shelves or putting my groceries on the shelf. And then I put the can on and I'm like, I feel tempted to use hand sanitizer because I don't know how long that can's been there, you know. But you don't want to get an eye infection, so you don't, right? Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to. Now, my yeah. luck, I'm going to do it. It's going to squirt up through my above my glasses and just drip down. <laughs> my, mm, they were right. No. <laughs> what are you going to do? got to take the good with the bad sometimes. Yeah. yeah. yeah live, live, life on the, live life on the edge, Joe. Yes. Don't worry about it. Don't be hand sanitizer, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get that eye infection, Joe. Use that is an antibacterial soap. It's all right, you know? It's like I'm... I, I, <laughs> what I what kind of stuff are you putting on the shelves? That you need to antibacterial soap when you're done anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to work at Walmart. I know, I, I know what these people do when they put the, grab their item. They lick their hands. Ew. <laughs> what the hell does that? Where do you work? I work at I work used to work in Walmart. Those place those people are yucky. Yeah, people licking your hands before they touch it. <laughs> they do. <laughs> it is it is Walmart. It is Walmart. Yeah, I, I work for Coca Cola and people are kind of disgusting. You know, and oh, yeah. not not the not the people that work for Coca Cola, but I'm saying the people <laughs> that that shop in yeah, the preface supermarket. Yeah, with that. You don't want to lose your job. I was about to no. say, yeah, my geek's about to get the get the call tomorrow no. morning at seven a.m. Yeah, no, no, but the, the, the people, okay, the geek, people. I hope you're uh, you, you're doing well with your podcast. Is that your new full time gig, brother? <laughs> you're gone. You're, you're gone. gone. No, but uh, anyway, so like people, like the shop, the shoppers are kind of disgusting, man. They they'll like bite an apple, put it back on the shelf, and I'll be like, "Great, this is disgusting, right?" I'm I'm glad I do not shop where you guys shop. No, you don't. <laughs> you guys are the ones with the stories. Oh God, yes. <laughs> we we picked the wrong genre to do sto- podcast on. Man, we need to do We're, podcasting about working. In I the- I could tell Coca Cola stories all day long, but I don't know if uh, you want to. I don't know if Mike wants to hear about Coca Cola stories, man. I was know? a greeter for eight years, Mike. If I haven't saw me. I'll give you a call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like I worked for as a people greeter for eight years, and I joked with the girls, the cashiers. One day when I leave this place, I'm gonna write a book, and all the girls were like, "When's the book done, Joe?" I'm like, "As soon as I get someone to help me." <laughs> <laughs> Ghost write that shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I have one more final question. So, uh, what's the best? What's the best advice you ever received? Best advice I ever received. Um, 
it's probably two. If you're a new guy in the business and you're a rookie and you're working with a vet, just keep your mouth shut. Just keep your mouth shut. No matter you think what he's saying is wrong or, you know, com- completely ridiculous, just keep your mouth shut and listen to him because he-, he knows way more than you do. And, you know, like the old saying goes, he probably forgot more than you know. Um, and it may not make sense to you now. It may not make sense to you when the match is over. Hell, you might not get it for another year or two down the road. But one eventually it will click and be like, you know what? That guy, he made sense. Like, like I, I understand now. Um, you know, in this business, um, I think that's that's the, the thing that takes the long. Like, you can learn how to hit the ropes. You can learn how to lock up and do moves and all that shit. But, like, to, to actually, like, put a, a match together and tell a story and, and have it make sense and know what goes where, that takes time. And that's just repetition. And that's just getting out there in front of a crowd and doing it. It's not something you can really teach. It's it's something that, you know, like when when, when you're learning to read, like my, my daughter, uh, she just turned eight, but I remember when she was learning to read in kindergarten and, you know, she was, she would get frustrated and she's like, daddy, it does, I, 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 I don't get it. She'd get mad at herself. I was like, you know, don't worry. I'm like, it's, it's going to eventually, it, it'll click. Then, you know, like a week or two down the road, it, it was like she never had a problem at all. Like just read and read and read. So it's, it's something that it just takes. It, it takes time. Uh, you got to put the work in, though. I mean, you got to pay attention. You got to want it. And uh, you know that'll eventually come. And I'll say the second thing is, um, if you think you're going too slow, slow down. Like you got to think, like you, you're doing move, 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 move. It's got to register with the crowd, you know, because they're only really going to remember the last thing you did. Like you can do a whole bunch of cool shit, but if you're going so fast, the, the crowds, the, the way I can relate it to is like, so a comedian comes on stage. Is he going to tell a joke, punchline, joke, punchline, joke, punchline, joke? Or is he going to tell a joke, punchline, let the crowd hear, laugh, react, then go into the next joke? Tell the punchline, let the crowd get it, laugh. Then go, it's, it's the same thing with wrestling. You know, does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah, do something, have it make sense, let the crowd, you know, digest it, then go into what you're going to go into next. Yeah. You know, otherwise you're just throwing a whole bunch of shit together and it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Exactly. That, definitely. So I would say those two pieces of advice were probably the best that I've gotten. So, Mike, do you have any upcoming shows or, uh, yeah, uh, if November 26th, Quakertown, Pennsylvania. I have uh, December 9th, I think we're in Totowa, New Jersey for ISPW. That is the the four-way dance, the ladder match. December 10th, I'll be in Glassboro, New Jersey for T2, and I'll be going for their heavyweight title there in the three-way dance. Uh, they're going to crown their first ever women's champion there. Um, then I don't have my book in front of me. I probably should have that. Um, but yeah, usually three or four dates a month, and uh, it keeps me pretty busy. Yeah. And do you have any social medias also? Yeah, I'm on Instagram. You guys have 
you guys know me on Instagram. Um, I think it's Mike T underscore 1023 uh, on there. Then uh, Mike Harris on Facebook. And uh, yeah, those are, I don't do Twitter or TikTok or I'll save that for the young kids. I'm too old for that. <laughs> right. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, Mike, for coming on the podcast. We really, really, really appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, guys. You. I appreciate it, man. Mm-hmm. Thank you for telling all your awesome stories. I'm Joe Panther the Third. I'm the Metal Geek. Michael Mars. And we will catch you in the next one. The champ, maybe. Thank you, boys. Thank you.